welcome to The Stoic Lawyer. My name is Kristen. And I'm Brian. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to The Stoic Lawyer. Um, Last week... Uh, Brian was off. He was uh, having a trial, which is now over, and he's he's back with us today. I'm back. Um, last week, in his absence, we talked about being overwhelmed and strategies for dealing with that and, and making decisions in the moment, um, kind of <clears throat> getting away from trying to plan too many decisions out ahead of time because the, the stress and the... Um, the volume of them, you know, can be very overwhelming. And then, and then it feels like we can't, it's kind of analysis paralysis, right? We talked about that last week. Um, so today we're going to have a similar theme, but slightly different. Uh, we're going to talk about overanalyzing mm-hmm. and hopefully some ways to um, use some stoic wisdom to combat um, our overly analytical minds. Right, and I think this, the passage we'll get to in a second, I think it, to me it was sort of, or it is sort of, um, we often in life have to be reactive, or we are reactive to, um, you know, any any number of things. Sometimes it's personal slights, sometimes it's a, a professional, um, you know, disagreement, whatever it is, and then I know that I have, in, in the past, and to some extent in the present, had the tendency to overanalyze the situation and start having those those pretend mental conversations about what if I do this, and this person's going to say that, and then I'm going to say this, and they're going to say that, and then I'm going to do this over here, and then we're going to do that, and then um, I, I, in, in trying to respond to a situation, get stuck in this weird analytical rabbit hole that is largely fictional, almost exclusively in the future and too far in the future to, to predict. Um, and, or manage. And, or manage and not useful. And so I, I guess this, this passage to me, it's sort of a, sometimes when I find myself in that, um, that situation, uh, what, wait, how do, I, how do I reset, hit the reset button? So you want to read the passage? Or? Sure, yeah. So we are in our usual um, translation of Meditations by Gregory Hayes. Uh, Book 7, paragraph 15. No matter what anyone says or does, my task is to be good, like gold or emerald or purple repeating itself. No matter what anyone says or does, my task is to be emerald, my color undiminished. Thank you. Yeah. And I think I like this one because of its simplicity. When I say hit the reset buttons, get back to no matter what anyone says or does, my task is to be good. You know, it doesn't, it's, it's that basic. Now, what ultimately what that good is, right, you got to think about it. I mean, it's not an automatic decision, but it sort of reframes the, the issue, the situation to me um, and sort of helps me get out of the uh, sometimes maybe not revenge mindset, but winning, personal winning, not professional winning, or uh, making somebody look bad or, or getting any kind of, um, you know, uh, I guess retribution, even in, in a small sense. Just my task is to be good, and I think when when this is the approach, 
not only do I feel better about, well, I know I feel better about my actions and my response, whatever that may be, whatever the situation is, um, but also I sort of take refuge in the idea that consistently doing this in the long run will lead to better outcomes for me anyway. So I, I sort of rely on this. My task is to be good um, and just repeating, you know, no matter what anyone says or does, my task is to be emerald, my color undiminished. And that win, lose, draw, whether, again, it's a personal thing, a professional thing, at the end of the day, if I've done that, I've done okay. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I agree with what you're saying about this passage, and I think it's very helpful um, for exactly the scenario you're describing. You know, when we um, start to overanalyze and, and, and also feel overwhelmed, I mean, it's kind of all one big snowball, right? Then bringing the focus just back to being our, ourselves, doing, being our, being us, being true to ourselves, being true to our own, you know, morals and beliefs and um, just, just the way that, that we want to present ourselves in the world and not worry about, right? These interactions in the future, the, the futuristic planning is a horrible rabbit hole, right? For mm-hmm. any number of reasons. And we talk about it in a bunch of different contexts, but I think especially the, the conversation, the attempts to plan out or influence, you know, conversation or things like that and interactions, it really is just futile because not only can we not predict it, we, we can't control it, right? Yeah. Except for ourselves, which is what this comes back to. Just what? just be mm-hmm. us in spite of everyone else's actions and what is coming in your direction. And then in the long run, like you said, everything um, kind of falls into place better for you because you being global you not just you but um because we've we've stayed on this path right this consistency and and i think it's interesting you know when we were planning this episode we actually started by talking about a different passage and i'm I'm gonna jump to that just briefly sure um, because you you mentioned the word revenge and retribution (laughs) because that's what we had been talking about and when i first started uh working on the notes for this episode the passage that i was actually focused on is in book six um it's paragraph six, and it's it's very short. It's uh, the best revenge is not to be like that. Mm-hmm. And to me, revenge, the way revenge is used here is not is not quite the plain meaning of of the word. The way this came up for me uh, this week or last week, uh, whenever I was <clears throat> kind of mulling over this passage, it, is I became um, up, upset, maybe the right word. Um, Anger, maybe, uh, and, and I noticed an unproductive anger uh, in myself, and actually I sat down and, and just kind of read for a little while and tried to recenter myself, and this really stuck out to me because I can't, I can't influence the actions, thoughts, or, or you know, um, words or, or conversation or how people behave and conduct themselves all I can do is is manage me. Mm-hmm. And so this came up in the context for me of disagreeing very fundamentally and philosophically with something that was going on. And the idea, it was very overwhelming to me, the idea of trying to push back against what felt like this giant tide, right, that I disagreed yeah. with. And I really liked this passage because... I thought to myself, well, this is something I can control. I can just not have those opinions. I can just not be like that. And... 
Yeah, you don't have to respond in kind. Correct. So that's I, I, always that's always a choice, and and it's it's never a requirement. Um, I've yeah, and I've had that sort of experience recently with people that are upset with me, um, in a professional capacity, and I've I've engaged with them in the sense that I'm listening. I I you know validate their their point of view, but I don't respond with the same you know come back at you with mm-hmm. what I know or what I can prove or what right. I can show or I you know and. And it's it's fascinating to me because um, as I've learned to do that more, I've had many, many fewer negative interactions with mm-hmm. people. Or they get diffused so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean it's just as simple as saying, well, I understand why you're upset. But sometimes I don't even defend my position at all. And, yeah. And it comes, turns out okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something to just... Maintaining your course, right? Continuing to be yourself, not taking on the the anger or the position or whatever it is that is negative to you, right? That's coming off of this other person or other situation and just not responding in kind and not behaving that way, mm-hmm. right? I mean, t- to me, it's about centering the, this passage. The, the best revenge yeah. is not to be like that. It's just to block that out, maybe not even engage with it at all mm-hmm. and just maintain kind of your stability and equilibrium in the way you want to be. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I think it, it, it's consistent with some of the other things we've talked about um, in other episodes with the um, getting back to basics and fundamentals. And, and that's, you know, it's, that's the way I like to approach a lot of things in life. But, you know, that's also sort of my style with a lot of, um, uh, you know, trial presentation too, mm-hmm. to get, you know, more specific about, uh, legal work, a lot of times I think, you know, what's the one thing I want the jury to know or the two facts I want the jury to focus on? And it's easy to get caught up in responding to every argument or every issue or every, or just the other attorney's style. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're objecting just because we're irritated with them, but does that make it better for the case? Not necessarily. I mean, it it might, depending on on the overall uh, matter, but um, sometimes I just think, you know, if, if, if I could hand a juror a sticky note with one word on it before they go back to deliberate. What would it be? What would it be? And, and, and that often clarifies so much of what I need to do. Um, and so it, that's why I, like, it works professionally, but also sometimes personally. It's, it's what, you know, what, is the, what is the basic good thing, right thing in this moment? Um, I, I, I got stick with that. I think actually the trial presentation is a, a great other example of how to apply <clears throat> the second passage, the best revenge is not to be like that. If you have someone who's acting inappropriately, uh, you know, or, or behaving in a way that normally you would respond to with um, either aggression, you know, or um, just just be very um, direct in your response to their to their negative behavior, instead just fall back from it, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. just don't be like that. Don't kind of rise to their level or rather fall to their level, <laughs> you know, which is what it probably is. Um, to me, the, the word that a word that could be replaced here for the way I take this passage is almost like the most productive thing is just not to be like that. The mm-hmm. most helpful thing is just not yeah, to hel- be like helpful that. Helpful thing, yeah. Yeah, so to me, the, the word revenge, and I, I'm not asserting that, that my translation of what the original was is is accurate. I'm just saying for me, reading that and kind of substituting those other words, I use it kind of in different ways. And I'm not necessarily saying that's how it was meant, 
But I, I think this yeah. passage does truly relate more to um, historically to to an actual revenge or a mm-hmm. avenging. We found some translations that use the word avenge, but for me, it's it's the most productive thing, the most helpful thing, the best thing is just not to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I agree. So, uh, well, guys, we hope that was uh, helpful for this week, um, and we will see you next time. <laughs>